It's a new day, it's a new dawn. I see we now we've got singing. There's a new development, folks. <laughs> well, I mean, it is. It's just and a, I'm not, such a, not so sure that's an improvement on oh, the show. No, it's definitely not. I will not quit my day job, I'll tell you that much. Welcome to Think, Act, Get with James Shremko and Ezra Firestone. What you think determines how you act, which results in what you get. So join in now as we discuss how you can think differently, act faster, and get high-performance results in your business. Hi there, listener. Welcome back to another episode of Think, Act, Get. Ezra Firestone here, your host, as always, with my host, James Shramko. I'm just messing up these intros, man. Well, I think you're probably doing it for fun now. <laughs> that one, that one wasn't even intentional. It just happened because I started thinking about what happened last week. Anyways, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. How about you? I'm doing really, really good, man. It's been a heck of a day for me. A uh, bit of a sore throat, but I am ready to rock. Yeah. So you've, you're just launching your product now, which we've been talking about in previous episodes. Um, how's it going? It's going really well, man. I've got uh, came out this morning. There's about 200 comments on the page. A couple thousand people downloaded the first report I put out. I was really worried about you know people coming out and you know when you put yourself out there and you you know you're putting out content and you're you know saying hi to everyone and check me out. I, I was just worried that people were going to say that I was going to get negative feedback. I've gotten two negative comments out of 200. Uh, which is really nice. It's about a 1% negativity rate. And they were not anything that I would merit as I thought they were. I, I, I responded to both of them and I don't think that uh, they were merited negative comments. They didn't actually have good points. So I'm willing for criticism. The thing know. is you can never get it right. You're going to have at least one person in 100 who doesn't see things the same way that you do. So you're always going to be wrong when you produce something. In fact, it's pretty much beyond your control. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is, but it's you know, it, I don't know why I was free. I was so worried about it, but I, I, now that it's sort of come and, and gone, I've um, sort of let go, and um, I'm okay with whatever happens. Right. So, what's our topic today, buddy? <laughs> well, it kind of fits right in with that. We're talking about control. Now, people have a challenge with giving up control. They've got a fear of giving up control, and they often sabotage themselves in order to keep control rather than like letting other people run with things. So control, what is it? Where does it come from? Where are you controlling and not controlling? And how is it affecting your business and your life? That's what we're talking about in this episode of Think, Act, Get. Nice. I love this topic. This is good. I've got a whole product based around this philosophy. Yeah, you do, man. Is that wealthification? No, it's, well, wealthification, yes, but thinking more in, the, in terms of own the race course, which is pretty much about lack of compromise. It's about controlling your own destiny and not letting it fall into the hands of other big platforms like Facebook or YouTube. Oh, yeah. And that's going to go right along with my quote. It's a really good point. Um, and I, and I want to come back to own the race course when I give my quote uh, at the end of this episode. So remind me of that if I forget, okay? Yeah. And, and beyond that, I'll actually check the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, it wasn't in there. It's not in the show notes, but it's, I'm glad that you mentioned it. Well, I've got a story to start with, and that is the difference between power and control. People get this confused. Control is very tight. 
It's about how I can make everything be exactly how I want it to be by me controlling things and making them happen or overseeing other people and making it happen in a very tight way. Power, on the other hand, is broader. A powerful person might create things and have things happen by inspiring other people to do them or have things happen by letting go of control of the smaller aspects of whatever they're trying to do. You see, power includes room for others, whereas control does not. Control is a me-centered thing, and therefore it is limited to the amount of energy and time that you have. But power is a little bit broader. You can share in a way that gets more done. And also, you know, power feels better. It feels good to be around a powerful person. It doesn't feel good to be around a controlling person. And oftentimes, when we're feeling good, we will be powerful. And we're, when we're feeling bad, we'll let that slip down into control. Yeah, this is interesting. So you're taking a totally personal point of view on this, whereas, you talk, whereas when I think of control, I'm thinking more of, say, a business. Is your business in control or out of control? Like is your car in control or out of control? And I think there's a place for having control. Yes, I agree. I agree. And you will see that, that in fact, your story is based around one of the areas where I believe that you have an immense amount of power and control in your business. Oh, yeah. So this is uh, where we have a team. I've got a large team. There's more than 50 people in the business, but they're all in another country and they work from home. So a typical scenario with that situation is that a business owner would want to have as much control as they could but when you realize it's just impossible <laughs> you have to let go of that and you've got to use different forces or different boundaries to make it work for example there's software that monitors screenshots of the employee every few seconds or whatever i don't use that software because i figure that if i don't want people who i can trust then i should put that sort of software on their computer but instead, what we do is we measure things like results and we benchmark tasks to figure out how long they take. And we actually know if people are doing the job or not from their output rather than measuring the process. So we look more at the event than the process. And that's a really big distinction. And I also visit frequently so that we can align and make sure that we're heading down the same path. And I would equate this... Uh, in a metaphorical term, it would be like having train tracks laid out from station to station and the whole business is the train and we move that train along the tracks and the, the tracks are the controls we have in place to make sure that we are heading towards the correct station and we can do that in a few ways. One of them is to have uh, company values, which is what it means to work in our business. That's a form of putting down the tracks because... For example, if one of our values is that we are ninja good, then that implies that we're going to have to train ourselves, that we're going to have to look outwards for new ideas. If Let's say we're a landing page conversion expert, then we're going to need to be looking at landing page conversion material out in the marketplace. We're going to have to study the Kindles. We're going to have to do all these things. We don't have to write that down and send off a checklist You know that, I, that I've studied this book today. It's implied through the values. So you can have controls in place that aren't onerous on the employee but still get the job done. 
And, you know, that is exactly what I was talking about because from my perspective, it looks to me like your team has tons of freedom. But when I look at it, and I look at a lot of people's teams and how they run their business, it's something I'm keenly interested in and I happen to be fortunate enough to know a ton of entrepreneurs and get to see how they do things. You have the happiest team that I've ever met. I mean, I haven't met them, but from from dealing with them and hearing you talk to them and talk about them and also the most powerful team of anyone I know. You get stuff done and you're in control, but it's from a place of power. I don't know, it's a very interesting dynamic the way you have things set up with so your team. So I have the most powerful team that you've never met. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, the, we, here's the thing that I've learned is that a really good employee is probably um, as effective as 10 normal employees. So we're only hiring really good people. We go start sticking uh, software tracking onto their computers, it might actually slow them down. You're actually moderating things back to the norm. And that's where we have a lot more control of our destiny than what we think. So just to relate that point again, if you only hire the very best people, you won't need as many controls in place and restrictions because they are the right, they're the right stuff, so to speak. You just sh- share you know, the you- goals, make it real, uh, you know, to, get to the next level. I saw a great presentation on company values from Netflix, which we should share in the show notes. And they have, they've sort of got this stuff down pretty well as well, that they don't have vacation days. I think they just say to people, take a holiday when you feel like you need one. Wow. Wow. That's incredible. I'd like to read that. I haven't read that. Um, you know, it reminds me of Brink coming back to power versus control. It reminds me of the unexpected good phenomenon where power leaves room for unexpected good to come into the, qua- the equation. So you can use your power to create something that's open enough to have things happen that you hadn't even imagined for yourself, i.e. what your team does for you when you say, hey, create this thing and you let them run with it. Control doesn't leave that option because control is all about how you've imagined things and how you want them to be. And while sometimes that's good, you know, sometimes you need to keep it tight if you need something to happen in a very specific way, well, then you need to assert some control and make sure it happens that way. But in a situation where creativity is involved, oftentimes power is a better option than control. Yeah, well, that's the thing. If you micromanage then you're limiting someone to everything you know and you're discounting everything they know and hopefully if you're smart you're hiring people around you who are far more switched on at the thing that you've hired them to do than what you are an example of that for me is my wordpress developers they know a lot more about building wordpress websites than i do i have a base level probably even an intermediate level but they can take it well and truly beyond. So if I start telling them exactly what to do, I'm limiting their options. Instead, if I share the the result that we're trying to achieve but leave it open to them, then they can achieve magic. In fact, I discovered once that this uh, there was this new plugin on some of our sites that was doing a really cool feature and I asked them where they got it and they said they made it <laughs> and this was this was quite a discovery because I never said to them, listen, if you can't find something, just make it. They taught themselves how to make the plugin and then installed it on our sites to eliminate a repetitive task that we were doing on a whole bu- bunch of different websites. So that's a great example of things happening that were unexpectedly good. It's awesome. You know, one of the things that kind of freaks me out, and frankly, I mean, it's not one of the reasons I don't have one. I just haven't wanted to do the work to create one. Uh, but... 
what, you've got a community. You've got Fast Web Formula. There's 700 people in there, dude. You couldn't control that community if you tried. But having that community makes you powerful. And I want to know why that's so. And why isn't it scary for you to have that community that you're not in control of that could go buck wild at any minute? <laughs> I think part of it's being a parent. You know, I have four kids and I've been doing that for 18 years now. So a lot of the things that are involved in running a forum or a community are exactly the same as being a parent. It's from the from the time it's born, you can't leave it for more than a day. And look, you probably can. You can leave it for a, a while, but you don't want to leave it too long because it can get out of control. A forum requires uh, – it has to be always up. It needs to be moderated. And by moderated, I mean you can't tell people what to post, but you can just create rules. Now, I've been doing this for five or six years now, the, the whole community thing, and you, you really get a sense of it. My first step was to be a member of other people's communities and to pay particular attention to things that I liked or that I didn't like. For example, in some communities, you're not allowed to carry a signature link, and that's pretty controlling uh, it keeps the quality there. Now, in fact, as I say this, I, Silver Circle does not have a signature link. But the prime reason for someone joining Silver Circle is not actually uh, to promote their own business. It's actually for me to help them grow their business. So it's a slightly different motivation. With FastWeb Formula, I do allow people to carry a signature link. Now, if you don't know what a signature link is, listener, it's that little line at the end of each post where you can put a link to your own website. Now, I don't have an affiliate program, but I recognize that it's great for people to be able to share something of theirs or to have traffic coming from my forum back to their website. Anyone who's got half a product or service that's even remotely relevant to the fully paid members of 700 members paying a monthly fee is going to make more money back each month than what the membership costs. And that's a great incentive to stay a member and to continually post because every time you post, you get a link back to your site. So it's kind of like a little incentivization system. So I guess I've controlled the environment to promote uh, user-generated content and that way people help each other more because the moderation comes in then. Any sort of any self-serving post or overly promotional post or any post that is not for the good of the community, I have to make a judgment call on and I will delete it. And then I might just send a little message saying well, why that wasn't permitted. But as you said, you can't possibly control it. You just can't tell people how to think. It, this is the main thing I've learned with a forum that it will take a life of its own. My FastWeb Formula forum is very different to the Superfast Results forum, which is very different to every other forum that I've been a member of or am a member of. And that's the thing. They're, they're a living, breathing culture. So the main thing is to have a really strong sense of purpose about why it's there and to have total and utter commitment to turn up and be responsible for it, to keep that thing alive, to moderate and prune it like a child and to, to let it expand and stretch even though it might not be comfortable for you. And a great example of that is one of the member innovations from years ago was the local meetups. People were starting to meet in coffee shops and then they said, hey, you should put a section where we could sort of tell people we're going to meet up, like, you know, like the precursor to the meetups 
thing that seems to be online now. And they did. And now there are meetups in Sydney and Melbourne and London and uh, in other countries as well, in the United States. So this was a member innovation. It was a little bit scary to think that you might lose control. But at the same time, if people go and have a good experience and it's free, then they're going to keep doing it. And that's what's happened. It's been going for years now. You know, it reminds me of the, of the um, old-fashioned, you know, squeeze the soap and it slips out of your hand. You know, hold the soap gently and it stays in your hand. You've squeezed a bar of soap in the shower. Don't tell me you haven't. That thing goes flying. It really is a good analogy that the best way to hold on to something is with an open hand. Yeah, there you go. And and I think actually a lot of it comes back to how comfortable you are with yourself. Yeah, absolutely. It's all about self-confidence in the end and, and how, you, how you feel about your own self-worth. Now, moving on to the weekly willpower wager. What do we got this week? That's the WWW for those of you who are interested. That's <laughs> <laughs> the WWPWRNB. Yeah, the weekly willpower wager report and bet because <laughs> we want you to report on what's happened. All right, here's what we got for you. Where are you being controlling? Look at it. Where in your life would it do you well to give up some control, to let go a little bit, to relax in that area? No one can answer that but you. And we want you to think about it for a good five minutes. What are those situations in your business and your life where it would help you to give up some control? And on the flip side, where in your life would it help you to take some more control? Make a list. One place to give up control one place to take more control. Practice that over the next week and come back and let us know how you went with it. Nice. That's great. Especially, uh, I, yeah, I think people are expecting too much control. You really can't control everything. Um, a classic example of this is traveling. When you travel, there's you're worried about um, not being able to get the food that you normally eat, not being able to sleep in the bed that you normally sleep in, not being able to find your way around with transportation, not being able to understand the currency conversions, etc. And when you just let go of all of that and realize, well, it's just whatever's going to happen is going to happen and it's how you deal with it, just be more open to that. Try different food. Um, learn the currency on the fly. You know, Look up the local app for whatever the transport is. Uh, if you're in London, you know, you can catch the train line where they announce cockfosters and you try not to giggle. But in any case, <laughs> it always cracks me up, that one. Yeah, let, let go a little bit of needing to control. I did this experiment recently when I went to Melbourne, which is a different city in Australia. It's about uh, an hour's plane ride from Sydney. Instead of getting the car to pick me up like normal, I thought I'll take on the public transport. Someone, uh, Nathan actually, from Fastweb Formula showed me an app that you put in where you are and where you want to get to and it plots the best possible path for you. It's amazing. It's for Sydney, for, for New South Wales anyway, it's like a public transport app. And I put in the thing and it said walk to, to the ferry, catch the ferry to the circular key, get on the, this train from this platform and and arrived in the airport terminal and it took one hour and five minutes. It was amazing. It was it was like $16. But I got the view of the Sydney Harbour right near where our event is. I got uh, the short train ride. Apparently, this was on the news last week, we've had these trains for about 10 years and they've never once cleaned the seats, not once. It's never been scheduled. Whoa. 
Just wanted to warn any visitors to Sydney, wash your hands before meals. So anyway, uh, doing something different but just letting go of that need to be under control of every situation and just try some new stuff. I had a great experience with that. It was phenomenal. I, I would do that again the next time I catch a, a domestic airplane. You know, I, I struggle with that one given my diet restrictions. I'm always, I mean, I've been bugging you for a month about finding me places to eat. So I understand. Yeah, and I'm like, just man, I've, I've walked past a, a stack of places that don't serve meat and i'm sure you'll be able to survive here you got to just ease off it yeah i think you're right in my cupboard alone is enough pea protein powder and greens powders uh to last you for a month with just water so you will survive it's like a bare minimum all you fast web formula members who are coming to the event heard that james is providing the pea protein powder <laughs> it's gonna be a well party. actually you know you might laugh but i am actually providing the meals uh, so from when you get to Fast Web Formula, and you're coming the day earlier to Silver Circle, you'll have lunch, you'll have dinner, then at the event you'll have lunch and then dinner and then lunch. So you literally don't even have to think about it. Well, you got options for me though, bro? Of course, mate. There's always one little fussy bugger in the audience. All right, all right, all right, all right. Fair what would, how do we start this one? There's always one in a hundred. Uh, that's true. <laughs> I'm that guy in this context. Look at that. You take over our entire podcast because of your special food needs. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, it's just funny. Yeah. All right. News and updates, ladies and gentlemen. We've been talking about Fast Web Formula 4. I just finished a checklist. I just finished a hand-drawn roadmap. James has got some apparel. It's going to be awesome. You got to show up. You got to be there. You got to hang out with us. It's in like 10 days. So if you are in Sydney and you're listening to this and you haven't got a ticket yet, we want to meet you. Come on out. And we're recording an episode of Think Act Get Live, which is fun. I love this. This is the most fun way to do a podcast is in front of a live audience. It's the closest yeah. we get to being a rock star. And I'm expecting a big performance from you, Ezra, even though you'll be like 12 hours out of phase. <laughs> I'm going to do a song and a dance. I'll wear a, a – we'll, we'll see what happens. No, no, go on. You know, no, what, what will you be doing? <laughs> it's not like a recording or anything. No, no. Um, I may have a costume of some kind. Um, face paint, you know, who knows? All right. Well, we're accepting voicemails through SpeakPipe. We've got one on this episode. We've got one for the next episode. If you want to call in and uh, let us know your thoughts on, on an episode, your feedback, your results on a willpower wager, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can do that right on the blog. Just press the button and leave us a comment. Beautiful. All right. So... Uh, when we've finished Fast Web Formula, I'll be talking a lot about Hawaii because we're going to start planning our trips. That will be a lifestyle business retreat in September 6th to the 8th, 2013, depending on when you're listening to this. That will be cool. You know, uh, Ezra, I was walking past the paddleboard place here the other day. We have paddleboards. We've got yoga. We've, we could easily hold something like this in Sydney sometime as well during summer. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, so... Um, Let's see how we go with this first one and we'll, uh, we'll continue on with that. Dude, I love that idea. Now, you've got your Brown Box formula launching today. Yeah, yeah. it's going. I just released a report, the Brown Box report, 3,000 words. I'm releasing another report in a few days called the Wholesale Only Report, as well as a piece of software that costs 20 grand to get developed. It was a pain in the butt, but it works now. I'm releasing all kinds of cool stuff. So if you are interested in e-commerce, it's worth checking out uh, Brown Box formula. You can go to the products page. Of, of yeah, go to the products page on Think at Get. What we've done there is we've put Ezra's affiliate link 
Ezra would get a commission if you click on that link and end up purchasing the product. And that is uh, the important thing here, listener, is this is part of how a podcast works is we do get to mention our own products because it's our own show. And that is what uh, pays for this podcast. I mean, we, we pretty much turn up every week and we spend an hour planning and, and recording the call. And then we pay our team members to edit and to upload and to publish it to the site and then we syndicate it. And we, so we this buy is the payoff for it, you know. We we buy ads, that's right. So uh, we'll be talking more about this at Fast Web Formula for live and no doubt you'll be able to listen to probably the next episode it'll be called podcasts and we'll explain that. So go to the products page if you do think you're going to buy this product and Give Ezra a hat tip because uh, he deserves it. It's his own product and you're finding out about it on this podcast. That would be awesome. Yeah, I'd love that. I appreciate it. And hey, go there anyways and get the free stuff even if you're not going to buy it. You know, one thing that I noticed uh, in the Silver Circle forum is that James is still crushing it with SEO post Penguin 2.0. And for those of you who aren't interested in SEO, that's a big deal. And if you are interested in SEO, I reckon you ought to go check out seopartner.com and find out what's up because there's not a lot of people like, look, you know, these algorithm updates, they keep coming, people keep getting hammered, agencies are going under, and uh, it's, not, it's no small feat to have an SEO agency that's been around as long as this one and that is still being successful. So Yeah, and I've got to say that if people, uh, if, you know, if listeners interested in how that happened, it's because we called it early. You know, at least a year and a half ago, we started phasing out things that were causing problems for other people, like blog networks, uh, tools. In the, this year to date, for example, we've just eliminated any kind of syndication service or auto spinning or or even manual spinning tools. We've we've really just eliminated all of that and we just do hand done work and this is where people fall over they can't afford to supply handcrafted work because you know let's face it for for five bucks or for a hundred bucks a month you're going to get someone taking a shortcut and it will <laughs> invariably kill your website if you take shortcuts it's that simple the the biggest change that we've seen with the most recent algorithm updates is that google uh being harsher with the amount of anchor text links that they will allow to your website for a particular phrase. And we've been really careful to balance link profiles. That's the number one thing we've done is to make sure that our customers' link profiles are safe. And pretty much, I'd say close to 80% of our customers had an improvement in ranking when this algorithm came out. So not only are we surviving, we are absolutely crushing it for our customers because we don't do anything that's going to get them hurt. Now, if you want to know if your website's ready for SEO or which package is best to use because we do have a few different options, head over to seopartner.com and take out the website check. Now, we've put a nominal $20 on that just to stop time wasters, uh, but it does actually cost us more than that to put together the report. It's quite a detailed report. And there's two types of reports now. How do you like this, Ezra? The two feedbacks we got from people were, this is too basic, I was looking for something more. And then the other one is, I don't understand anything on this report, can you explain it? <laughs> so now you can choose the plain English report or the technical report and we'll give you the flavor that you prefer. 
That's amazing. And oh, it's the and same if you go content. on to purchase. Yeah, you get, well, it's the same report, but we've take uh, more effort to explain the plain English one. And with the technical report, we don't dumb it down, we just give it to you in in more of a uh experienced SEO terms. So we also have access to some pretty high-level analytics tools that cost a fairly decent subscription. So that's why I say these things cost us more than $20 in labor. However, we do apply that $20 towards any product that you purchase. So it's pretty much free if you do purchase any product. Well, I'd say that it'd be worth checking out if you're interested in SEO. In fact, well, if your site's not worth 20 bucks to you, I'd have to ask what the hell are you doing in business? <laughs> Good point. Good point. Um, uh, unless, yeah, yeah, it's truthfully, you, you ought to go check it out, frankly, is, is the bottom line, which is why uh, I brought it up in the first place. Um, all right, I want to move on to comments and SpeakPipe. So we're going to read out some comments that we've gotten over the past week, um, some really cool stuff. If you want to leave us a comment, if you want us to let us know what you think, uh, please do so. So Andrew Cordova on the Habits episode says, I can't believe you took that picture with your phone. Uh, I think he's referring to... Uh, oh, one of your the pictures. golden sunrise picture. Ah, yeah. uh, the golden sunrise. That thing was pretty dang amazing. It and was. I'm not going to say what habit I'm going to work on picking up since I'm on the side of, of rather saying what I've done than saying what I'm going to do. Thanks for another thought-provoking podcast. Well, I'm with you on that, Andrew. It's much nicer to, to say uh, what you've done. I also like stating goals, but fair enough. And, uh, and I can't wait to hear. It. Once you've done it, I can't wait to hear about it. And just a reminder for listeners, we put a couple of links on the Habits post, one to the uh, Bob Bernhardt Stop It Stop video, it. which Stop I it. love, and also we put a link to Derek Sivers' presentation from Ted about keeping goals to yourself. Stop it. <laughs> so good. So good. Now, we also heard from Eric Foster on the Habits episode. It is amazing to me what we already know but forget to continue to do. Well, I remember someone said that learning is remembering what we already know. Great episode, guys. It was a great reminder of things that I should be doing and should be focusing on always. Circus training, stretching hamstrings. You can't make this stuff up. I'll agree with you there, Eric. Ezra is one beast, isn't he? You just never know what Ezra will come up with next. Uh, James, I almost forgot. I was wondering if you guys would be interested in joining an MLM company that delivers soap. You said you didn't like MLM companies with soap in a no-name box. Our soap has a name, LOL. <laughs> Note to self, don't bring up Santa Claus, the Tooth Fairy, religion, or MLM with James. Eric. Thanks, Eric. <laughs> I, I want to know if that guy actually has an MLM company because that would be classic if he does. Well, you know, there are there are MLM companies out there and, you know, since we recorded that episode i've been hit up at least 13 or 14 times now everything from ripping ripping rip it through to <laughs> ripping uh empower net you know they're out there and and maybe some of them are good they're just not for me that's all yeah yeah i had some guys asking me about it i'm really not a fan of that stuff but errol nezar says great show guys thanks for it can't wait for the new one every week thanks errol yeah now Looks like you've been using this new comments app that we got put onto by Dan Andrews. Uh, yeah, oh, so it amazing. actually goes and pulls the comments from all around the world, which is great because I can usually only see the ones in Australia and you probably only see the US ones, right, Ezra? Yeah, that's why I got all. You can see some of these are from a while back. Yeah, and they're from different places. So uh, we see some in the UK and from uh, Sweden. So uh, let's kick it off with Kate. 
She said, James and Ezra, thank you. I get excited when I see a new tag appear. Learning and being entertained plus implementation points is a perfect mix. I absolutely appreciated hearing your human, vulnerable side too, James, when you redid a podcast that, t- that time after being affected by someone's feedback. Thought that stuff might just bounce off you. Anyway, big appreciation, guys. So uh, thank you, Kate. Now, Kate gave, gave us a five-star review and she said, love this edutainment. And I would have to say, Kate, that a big part of my vulnerability surfacing is just deciding to be myself out there and that the more that I put myself out there and uh, remove the layers of the onion, so to speak, uh, the more enriching life's become. And I've had a lot of people in this year actually say to me, gosh, man, I thought you're such a machine uh, that that nothing affects you, but of course it affects me. It probably affects me as much as anyone else. But I've just been very, very good at focusing on what needs to be done and focusing on my reactions rather than um, doing what most people do, and that's blaming everything else and and cussing and spraying and ranting and all that stuff a lot of that emotion is just completely wasted but i am certainly vulnerable i do take things personally and i reflect a lot and i think that's that's part of the deal and when you're part of my community or you come to my events you you'll see that i'm actually the same person all the time and i'm working on being a better person and i have to again acknowledge ezra for revealing my softer side james is a real boy just like pinocchio (laughs) (laughs) no man it's really sweet to see and i've always seen that in you in fact the first time we had a chat you said yeah i don't know we had a whole conversation about this first time we we actually hung out in san francisco for the uh trap hang on that's the time we went out for beers and after seven or eight beers clay collins and i had uh you had like one centimeter of sip of your first beer and you told us that you don't drink (laughs) (laughs) that's how accommodating you are you go out for a night on the terps when you're not a drinker, that's that's good. that's. Good. Well, I drink I drink from time to time. In fact, I, I owe Clay Collins a, a, a dark. That guy likes dark beer, and uh, and I'm gonna do it in Sydney. We're all gonna be there. I want round number two. I'm gonna have a dark beer, and I'm gonna have half of it this time and see what that does. Ezra, what is the name of this app that you've downloaded? It's Comment Cast. It's amazing. There you Com- go. And it's only it's only cheap. Yeah, too. it's amazing. Commentcast.com. Uh, I think it's free, or at least I got it free somehow. All right. Brad Younger from Australia says, Thanks for the show. Hey guys, your podcast has become my number one listen. You're covering great topics that seem to be very relevant to the issues that I'm having in any particular week. I'm gonna any particular week. I'm gonna stop there for a second, James, and say, you know, that that phrase, that comment comes a lot to us. They say, people say this is relevant to this particular week. I think this is the horoscope theory that we're Touching on such generalities that it pretty much affects everyone. I'd, I'd be surprised if anyone who listens is not affected by most of the topics we cover because we're not, we're not drilling down into skew numbers on e-commerce that often and, and we, we're all affected by things like control and fear and habits, etc. That's, that's part of living. Yeah. But it is, it's nice that we're hitting the mark. I mean, when we started this podcast, we had no idea how it would be received and we thought it was going to be 
a self-help personal development thing. We've blended a bit more business into it than what we thought. However, people really like the, the combo. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I think it's, I, I love it, man. And I think it has just morphed into something really cool that I didn't expect when we started this thing. Um, to continue with Brad's comment, he said, I think it's a little strange, but if you tune in well enough, all the answers to your problems are right there and you guys are delivering fantastic answers. Can't wait to hear the more chargier <laughs> subjects. <laughs> no, I think he means he wants the sex one. Keep it up, guys. Man, I'll tell you what, dude, that was almost today and then something postponed it. I, you know, I had, I was, I was thinking about today's episode and I was just wondering because we have a set schedule now yeah, it's pretty it, easy for you to organize that. yeah yeah it's uh it's, but I think you're wise not doing it on launch day for your own product yeah I don't know man it's, you it know, just you can, did, I was going to stack it. too much uh, we had um, here's one from uh, looks like the UK by McClellan Joe from the UK guys just want to say thank you for taking the time to create these podcasts great mix of business and personal mindset it's like I found my north star dotted across the series chewing my way through the recommended materials please keep going you're on a roll great combo well thank you very much and then we've got our Swedish uh, from Swedev from Sweden, that's cool, uh, says, this is a go-getter. Thanks, James and Ezra. Your Think, Act, Get podcast really gets you thinking and in that, in that positive way. I listen to your shows when I fly every week. Hot dog, you fly every week? That's impressive. Uh, there you go. We're coming, coming at you from the airways. And then uh, now, coming up next, we've got a speak pipe where we've actually got someone who called in to leave us a message. So we're going to roll that speak pipe now. Hey, James and Ezra. This is Mike Cowles from Epic marketer.com and uh i've been listening to you guys talk so much about the uh intro to think act get that i kept on getting a lot of fun ideas so i sent you one uh don't know or honestly don't really care if you guys end up using it but i figured you'd get a good kick out of it if nothing else but uh, i also had a suggestion one of the topics that came up in earlier discussions on tag was language and swearing and my thought is uh you know, I love the show. I love that 99% of the time it's wholesome, but I have a five-year-old and I listen to you guys when I'm in the car a lot and I can't listen to it if he's in there in case if, uh, you know, a swear word's dropped. And so the easy solution is not to change the content or the topics or anything like that, but just to throw a sense or beep over a swear word. All the adults still know what's being said, but uh, the kids aren't picking up any bad habits. So that's just my two cents. You guys are awesome. If you made uh, the show every day instead of every week, I would probably listen to it every day. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Okay, so the uh, this is about language and swearing with a five-year-old who is in the car and can't listen. Well, um, we could beep over the swear words. That's right. Now, interestingly, I, I haven't given instructions to T-Tai, our editor, as to what to beep or not. Uh, being good Catholic Filipinos, I'm sure that they have you know their own level of moderation. Now, I'd be interested. What do you think about this, Ezra? Should we be beeping it? Is our target audience five-year-olds? I know that Sue Ellen's uh, kid listens to our podcast. A big g'day to Sue Ellen's kid uh, and go Minecraft. Uh, you, you know, uh, yeah, that's awesome. know, People are going to you know, swear out that. Now, I know Mike is super religious, so uh, the fact he's even listening means he's very open-minded, as we are. He's a, Mike, Mike is awesome, but here's what I think, James. Um, I think in an instance like this, 
it doesn't actually, in my opinion, diminish from our show to bleep over the very few swear words. And if there's someone in our community who has a request of us that we can honor without any without hurting us or bringing us down or, or diminishing from the value of the show in any way, then I'm compelled to honor that request. If it was something like, you know, don't like if it was something like, you know, I don't want to hear you guys talking about chargy subjects, well then you know what? Don't listen to our show. But um yeah, I would be fine with bleeping them out. Doesn't bother me. Yeah, okay. Well that, that is an interesting one. I've had people uh, you know criticize us for bleeping out swear words before. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, well, now, all right. Now I mean, we've I, got a battle. Well, I just want to put the know. other side of it because that's my role in this show is to not agree with everything that, that is discussed. And um, in my other show, there was a, I did drop a, a swear word and it did get beeped out. And uh, people said, oh, I was, you know, was disappointed that you bleeped it out because I think, you know, when I swear, that's, that's just me being me. It's being real. What we, I think probably the biggest question is, are we targeting a five-year-old audience? And my next question is, and this is controversial, Ezra, I've got four children and I can't censor myself uh, above and beyond a fair and reasonable level, you know, when I'm hanging out with my kids. I don't, I don't swear my head off, right? But they have heard probably most of the swear words from time to time. And that's life. There are people out there who swear. Do you want to shelter them from that? Do we want to pretend that we're living in a vacuum or do we just say, well, you judge whether you want them to watch this or not and then we'll just be as real and true as we possibly can. So that's the other side of it. I'm not saying I'm giving you the answer there, but I'm just saying that that we could instruct our editor any way we want. So... Well, you know, it is an interesting concept in that I will have children someday and I will probably swear in front of them. How about we ask you know, the audience, audience, please leave us a comment. Should we bleep the occasional swear word? Uh, just give us a yes or no. That Let's put it to you. And in the meantime, I'll try not to swear. <laughs> okay, good, good. Please tell us. I, I'd be and very And thank you, Mike, curious. for raising it. It's a fantastic discussion point. I, I wouldn't have thought of it. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be interesting to... Um, to see what comes of that. Uh, all right. Well, we are now at the oh, and, point and just a in side note: we we should label our podcast correctly. If we do have explicit content, we sh- we should be tagging that in iTunes. So it may affect our distribution. Uh, so uh, that's really? oh yeah. When when well now look, now you're when on. when people now put out movies, they have answer. to rate them, and the rating will determine who can see them at the cinemas and. Sometimes you have to be 18 years old to see a movie or 15 or with a parent. Other times it's you know just a G rating and you can take anyone. So we have to also decide a lot of it comes down to who our audience is and whether we think that it's important or not. Interesting. Well, this will be a fun one to uh, figure out. And this is what happens when you have something that's, that's going is that as things go on, you, things come up and you figure them out. That's how it works. Perfect. All right, let's think about it. James, what do you got? I cannot always control what goes on outside, but I can always control what goes on inside. It's Wayne Dyer. I remember seeing him speak live in Sydney at a Hay House production. He was a cool dude. Uh, and, you know, I sort of touched on that before. That He's a yogi, this guy. Right. Well, really, you know, you, you can't control. We don't know what's going to happen. Someone could hover their finger on a missile button tomorrow. You can't go and take their finger off the button. If it's going to happen, then it might just happen. But what you do after that is up to you. So I, I think in life, in general, people don't take enough responsibility. 
and let go of the, the things that you can't control. Just, just, just going to burn energy on it. You are wasting valuable, precious energy. If you, if you draw up a list of all the things that are pissing you off in life right now or making your life difficult and you say, well, these things, I cannot change these. I can't change today. I can't change the, who the prime minister is. I can the next time I go to vote. So I'll work on it then. And I'm just going to drop that stuff and work on the things that I can change. And you can pretty much the sun rises and falls every day, Ezra, in most places. And what you do today or tomorrow is entirely up to you, no matter what's happened t- t- till now. It doesn't matter whether you were orphaned off or whether you've had a bad relationship or you lost your business or you crashed your car or whatever yesterday. Today is a new day and you control how you react to it and what you're going to take from it. It's a new day. It's a new dawn. Da, 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 da. I see we now we've got singing. Well, there's a new development, folks. <laughs> well, I mean, it is. It's just <laughs> and I'm not, such a good, not so sure that's an improvement. On oh, the show. No, it's definitely not. I will not quit my day job. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Um, all right. I thought you already did. I did, but this is my new day job, but I'm not quitting it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I won't quit my second day job. All right. I, I've got a quote for you, and it goes, <laughs> I have a very strict gun control policy. If there's a gun around, I want to be in control of it. And that's by Clint Eastwood. And what he's saying is that, look, if something's going down – that's when you want to be in control. The rest of it doesn't, doesn't matter so much, so let go. But it's good practice. It's good practice to let go, and you'll grow because of it. But look, this is where James brought up on the race course. There are certain scenarios where you need to be in control, and that's what Clint Eastwood's talking about here, and that's what James was talking about with on the race well, course. Well, this is sort of related thing that uh, it's about planning. Chances are if you don't have a plan, then you fall into someone else's plan, and guess what? They don't have much planned for you. So that's, that's a, it, controlling your own destiny. I love that quote. That's great. I thought you were going to do the, the Texas gun control quote, you know, that they practice gun control in Texas. That means they use both hands. Uh, that's funny. I, didn't, I never heard that one before. Um, yeah, Texas is a strange place. My wife's parents live in Texas and I go there quite often because uh, I have masterminds and lots of friends in Texas. I have to tell you, I have a love-hate relationship with Texas. Anyways, we'll get into that some well, other time. I like time. the ribs there and I've never seen a bigger American flag than the one hanging in that hotel room. You've also ne- you've never seen a bigger anything. These things, glasses <laughs> of wine are huge over there. The steak was like on a platter. I'm like, was this for the whole table? <laughs> no, it's just for me. But it, it, and it wasn't tibs either. They were actually real ribs. Uh, oh, you know, I sent you a picture of some tibs. Yeah, you did. Point. I mean, how do I know what a tib is? Listen, do you know what a tib is? It's tofu ribs. <laughs> They're not very good. <laughs> All right, so tag tips. Oh no, it doesn't look like you have one. Let's Okay, so <laughs> let, I'm going to give you a tip then. I'm going to say set your railway tracks. Just decide what you need to have happen and set the railway tracks and let that train roll on. There the, that's the only control you need is the tracks. That'll that'll keep you on focus. But how fast you move the train is up to you. People can get on and off the train, but you know where you're going. So you're in control of your own destiny and you can power that thing with as much steam as, as you want. 
That's awesome. And that fits right in with my, my uh, tip, which is to give other people an opportunity to step up to the plate. You know, Deliberately create situations where you give other people a chance to surprise you. Let someone run as head of the project. Let someone run a campaign. L- let your spouse have the dang television remote control. You might be surprised at what happens. <laughs> you might. It might end up in the aquarium. <laughs> All right. So, folks, you've been listening to another Think Act Get episode where we talk about mindset and behavior and results. We've talked about control. People have a challenge with giving up control, fear of giving up control, sabotaging themselves in an attempt to keep control rather than letting other people run with things. So, we've covered control. What is it? Where does it come from? Where are you controlling and not controlling? And how is it affecting your business and your life? That's what we've been looking at in this episode of Think, Act, Get. Now, you've got some homework to do, listener. And Ezra, have a very, very nice plane ride over to Sydney when we look forward to the next episode, which will be coming at you live from Fast Web Formula 4. woo <laughs> Thanks. Uh, thanks, James. Thank you, listener. Really appreciate you spending the time with us. This has been another episode of Think, Act, Get with James Schramko and Ezra Firestone. For more tips and tutorials on how to grow your business faster, visit thinkactget.com and join the newsletter. It's free. 